Alrighty, guys. It is now 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you guys for joining us for another fabulous IMTS podcast. Um, Thank you guys for joining us today. My name is Rochelle Muckle. I am the Exhibitions Operations Course Administrator at AMT. So thank you guys for coming today. We have our continuation of the 400% ROI. So for all of those exhibitors who attended the workshop, you got a sneak preview of it first, kind of. Um, kind of the, you got the first three parts. First three parts at the workshop. First three parts And if you guys it. did not attend the workshop, you definitely want to go ahead and look at those videos on imts.com. Before I do any announcements, I want to introduce our fabulous marketing gunslinger, Steve Miller, a.k.a. Kelly's dad. Steve, thank you again for hosting our IMTS podcast and webinar series. I feel like a bad penny. Why? Well, because, you know, bad pennies just never go away. They just keep coming back. No. No. You should feel fabulous. We love you. Our exhibitors love you. And you're still here. Hi, Melissa. Since you said good morning, I'm going to say hi to you. Good morning, everybody. So I want to start off with just a few announcements for all the exhibitors. Um, I'm sure you guys have gotten into your e-kits. I hope you guys like the new design. If you haven't gotten into your e-kits, you need to do so today. Um, One of the forms has already, the deadline has already been up. So um, if you have not filled out your freight planner, you definitely need to go in there and do that as soon as possible. Um, A few of the main questions that we are constantly getting is about the target dates. So the target dates are going to come out mid-April, around May, around mid-April to May, sorry. So look out for those. They'll be posted in your e-kit. And also just registration questions. Registration is open, so get in there and register your staff before August 12th, which is the deadline, and that you'll have to pay $20 her badge. So make sure that you guys are just in your e-kits. Make sure that you're paying attention to the e-kit wisdom newsletter. That gives you kind of all the highlights from show management and stuff like that. And that is it for me. It looks like your sunglasses, Steve, are the hot topic. I have to show everybody. Let's see them. Oh, you got your mug. All right. She's got her mug. She's got her special mug there. Uh, and uh, and she actually has a pair of sunglasses as well. I don't know what she's doing with them. Probably gave them away to some kid. No, I think I have them. Some, some kid around here and stuff like that. So, hey, thanks, everybody. Yes, Melissa from, uh, that's right. Yeah, I'm totally, you're one of the lucky ones, Melissa. You got some sunglasses in that uh, session you know, in Chicago, and, and I had made a big mistake. I had I had just blanked. I promised Melissa those sunglasses and should have given them. Look at you. Wow. They, yeah. You look so much better than I do, and it doesn't matter what, you know. So um, so anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining me again this morning. Thanks, Rochelle. We are only, we're, we're less than six months away. We absolutely from, are. From the show, and so we are rocking and rolling, just to let everybody know, of course, as always, uh, we are recording this, yes. and uh, um, if 
technology is kind to us, we will have this up and uploaded for everybody to be able to watch and stuff like that. Plus, you'll have to be able to get the visuals to download those. And um, and you notice we have the chat going on yep. down there, so you you know so feel free to jump in there. We'll, I'll pay attention to that. If you have questions, you can stick them in there as well. But feel free to say hello to everybody. Uh, and uh, you know, Melissa, you need to take a picture of you with your sunglasses and and email those email yeah. email that to me. So uh, so anyway, so thanks for joining me again this morning. Uh, as uh, Rochelle said, you know, we started this. You know, I decided to kind of make this into a series because. One of my big objectives for you is is that you get a huge, and I don't mean just a good return, I mean a huge return on investment uh, from your participation at IMTS 2016. Um, many, many people, uh, including some who shall go unnamed, who are on sitting in on this uh, program today, <laughs> you know, uh, have the and I will tell you this: my dad used to have this. Uh, perception about going when he would go to a trade show he would say okay I really hope that I get enough business out of the trade show to pay for the trade show and and I never understood that because I thought okay well then then why are you going if all you're trying to do is just get money to pay for it and and then of course as I got to learn more about trade shows as a marketing guy myself sales and marketing guy myself I started seeing that there was really a tremendous opportunity that, that, that went far beyond just trying to get uh, um, a re, you know uh, to just just get our expenses paid so to speak or just to get you know the cost of being there paid that that trade shows really are a tremendous uh, business growth opportunity and uh, you should always go into these with the attitude that that you're going to uh, sur you're, you're going to succeed and you're going to to get an ROI that is above and beyond your costs of being there. Uh, and I use the term the 400% ROI because I kind of, I just kind of want to throw that challenge out to you that if you do these, uh, if you do follow these, these steps that we are taking you through, uh, you know, that, uh, that, you know, this is, this is like literally part five of what, you know, is going to be a, a minimum of a seven part series uh, that, uh, you know, if you if you sit down and you watch all of these, uh, you are going to succeed at at IMTS. And quite frankly, all of this information not only works at trade shows; it works all year round, 24/7. Works with all marketing tools, everything like that. And so, uh, um, and and so, one of the big things that uh, that really this is really the first part of any type of. Uh, ROI or any type of an approach to any type of marketing tool that you participate in or that you use uh, is to understand that you know that you know you are not trying to hit the entire population. So it doesn't like we're using IMTS as an example uh, right now, where in 2014 there were 114,147 total. Total participants, total total attendees at the show. Now that included everybody who was there, including exhibitors and media and guests and and, and stuff like that. Uh, um, a lot of people. So uh, um, out of that 114,000 plus, you know, we need to recognize that not everybody fits the profile of our target market, and so we want to just go for those people who do fit our profile. So the 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 and is it and somebody who majored in English needs to answer this question for me. Is this a metaphor or is this an analogy? You know that 
that I look I liken uh, like IMTS to be a giant forest filled with animals, right? Lots of different animals, okay? Everybody that's coming there is some type of an animal to you. And you are really only there for one type of animal. And the, the term that I use, of course, is, is hunting moose. And so among all the animals that are attending uh, the show, the moose are the ones that you want to you wanna see. And so when you are exhibiting at IMTS, you don't you want to do everything possible to attract the moose to your booth and you want to do everything possible to get to get all the other animals to stay away all right that's kind of the idea because you have because even though it's 6 days 8 hours a day a total of 48 hours which of course is a very long trade show in the US it's still a limited amount of time 48 hours and so you want to maximize those 48 hours as best as you possibly can. And, and when you do things that attract all the animals in the forest, well, then you're making your job hard in your booth because then in your booth you have to actually weed them out, weed them out to find just the moose. So anything you can do pre-show and anything you do at the show that helps you to identify or helps the moose to, to identify themselves to you uh, and make them predisposed to want to stop and talk to you, then you are going to succeed. And uh, the better job you do of that, the more likely you're going to uh, hit a high ROI at the show. And the way I describe it, the way uh, uh, like we talked about last time, I believe it was the last session, Rochelle, we, you know, I said that most, most companies, not, I'm not talking about just exhibiting, but from a marketing perspective, most companies approach marketing backwards. And what I mean by that is we tend to get into, we, we, we tend to get into the tools uh, and uh, get wrapped up in, in what tools are we going to use. So email is a tool. Social media is a tool. Direct mail is a tool. Uh, um, you, you know, anything like that is just a tool. Uh, and the, that is not what you need to be starting with. You know, what, and, and I described it in my marketing diamond, which we're going through step by step uh, in each one of these uh, sessions. So, like, for example, in the last session, we talked about that the number one thing we need to do is define our market. And like I said, it's the moose, right? That's, that's who we want to uh, see. Uh, and the number two thing is that we then want to identify, okay, what is the message that we are going to send out to into into the you know into the forest. What is the message we're going to send out that only the moose care about, and so that the moose will hear our message, uh, see our message, read our message, uh, and they will want to respond to to our message. Okay, and then after we've done that, then we then at that point we start to look at okay, what media do we use to send that message out to our moose and ultimately if we do that all correctly uh, then there will be that moment when they decide that they are going to become a customer of ours okay and that's the those are the steps that that you really want to go through when you're talking about marketing okay so uh, instead while with most people most companies that I've dealt with media tends to be the first thing right and then they start going you know and they tend to do it backwards so you don't want to do it backwards so like I said last time and if you did not see the session last time uh, then of course you can go back and watch the recording uh, and download the download the visuals. But the the last time 
you know, I talked about the market, or as I said, as I say, how do you hunt moose? And we know that, that, like I said, in order to hunt moose, you have to go where the moose are, and we know there are moose going to be, your moose are going to be in Chicago at IMTS, but it's just like it's a big forest that you are going to. You're not, you're, you know, you're, you're going to the correct trade show, in other words, uh, that they are going to be there. And then you want to be able to identify them in advance, and you want to figure out uh, okay, thank you, uh, Rochelle. Uh, and, and then you want to figure out, uh, um, you know, who they are, how many are coming to the show, and you want to get inside their head and you want to know, okay, now what is in their head? What, will, what does it take to attract moose to us? And that's, that's where we are today. But you see, so you see, the, the easiest question to answer for you should be, what defines your best prospect? So you should be able to... Uh, Go, you know, go into that 114,000 plus population of animals in the forest, and you should be able to identify and say, okay, here's our moose. Here's here's who our moose are. And if you have the ability, like for example, and, and especially if you have something like passport, which if you don't have passport, you know, I really, really strongly encourage that you subscribe to that because that will help you. That, that you you know you can within one you know one hour less less than an hour you know, within a few minutes in passport you can identify who the moose are you know how many moose are coming to the show and who they are and you know you can be able you can do that through passport within just just a few minutes so it's a tremendous uh, a tool a tremendous investment I, and that's that's why I really really strongly recommend that so that's the easy question you see the hard question then is once you identify identify them, then what would cause them to want to be interested in talking to you at IMTS? So our objective is, like I said, you know, before the show, we want to do whatever we can to attract them in advance. And the reason why, and I really strongly push pre-show marketing, pre-show promotion, pre-show communications. I really strongly push it because you are competing with, uh, uh, you know, 1,500 other, is it, is it 1,500, Rochelle, or is it more than 1,500 other exhibiting? It's about two, over 2,000 now. Where have I been in the last, you know, where have I been that it went up to 2,000? So, uh, um, you know, so, so think about this. You are competing with, with 2,000 other exhibitors, and even though they might not be direct competitors of yours in a on a day-to-day -day basis. At the show, they are your competitor because you are competing for the time of the attendee, and the attendee has a limited amount of time at, at IMTS. Uh, uh, they, they might spend like 12 or 14 hours total you know, on the show floor during, during that time, uh, and so they have a limited amount of time, and you need to do everything you possibly can to get them to come to your booth. And if you can do that in advance, you win, because if you get them to put you on their agenda or even get them to get, make an appointment with you, then you win. But you need to figure out what would cause a prospect to be interested. And so that is what we're talking about today, part two. What is that message? What is that hook? Uh, um, peace. And uh, um, what, is that, what is that hook? that you are going to communicate to them that the moose, the moose go, oh, hey, that, uh, yeah, that sounds like something I need to go, go look at. You know, they, I need to talk to them. So either they are going to set an appointment with you 
or they're going to uh, uh, at least put you on their agenda and uh, want to come and want to come and, and and talk to you. Okay. So so the question is, what message attracts them? Or as I have as I have said before, and I'm I'm kind of going through these different metaphors here. Uh, you know, what type of moose bait can you use that just you know, like it says here, it's the ultimate moose lure. Or even better, even better than that, uh, think about it from uh, like as if it were, uh, you know, if you had a, not a dog whistle, but a moose whistle. All right. You know, we know that, you know, the dog whistle, I realized this uh, not too long ago. A dog whistle is like the perfect marketing plan. Put to get, all put together in one thing, okay? Because number one, the you know the the uh, the dog is the target for this whistle, right? That's the dog. The dog dogs are targets because and, and uh, that's the purpose of that. All right, so that's the objective is to attract dogs. Number two, it sets it sends out a sound, a whistle that only dogs can hear. All right, so that when you blow that whistle. None of the other animal, you know, none of the, of the of the other animals are going to come uh, come running because they can't hear it, right? So just dogs, all right. So that's the message that's going going out there, and it is only going to them, and so it's coming back. So I like to look at this, and because it's orange, as you notice, isn't that isn't that interesting? I found an orange um, dog whistle, and uh, as a matter of fact, you have one. I just happen to have one right right here. I'm going to show you. If I can, there it is. Wow! All right, I've got one right there, and uh, uh, you know, and so if I blow this, this is this is has been adjusted now to that this is now a moose whistle. Mm. All right, so and if I blow this right now, every moose within ten miles of here is going to come stampeding into my into my office. Right now, fortunately for me, there are no moose in this area. So you know, when I blow that. Uh, nothing happens. Uh, but if I were in a forest with moose, all the moose would become running, running to me. And that's exactly what we want. We want, we want like dog whistle language, moose whistle language, so that only the moose can, can hear us. So it's, it's in marketing terms, it's known as message to market match. So in other words, again, it's like, it's like moose whistle language. Right, that's what we want to do. We want to send out some type of a, a message. So, so let's think about what does that mean. All right. Uh, well, number one, uh, the way to think about this is you want to start thinking about what type of message you can send in advance to the attendees at IMTS, to the people that you believe are going to be coming to to uh, walking through the front door of McCormick Place, and you want to send them a message in advance. Now, how you send that will be the topic of our next session, all right, next month, uh, where we'll talk about the media and, how, and which media you should, you should use. Uh, but right now, it's what is that message, right? And the message is, is the best thing you can do is put yourself in the shoes of, or, or as I call it, two-hat marketing, wear the hat of your customer and ask yourself, what is it? What, what's going on with them that... Uh, uh, what are they thinking about? What what do they think about? What, what keeps them awake at night? What problems do they have? What challenges do they have in their business? Not necessarily uh, um, completely tied into your type of product or service, 
Um, but sort of peri but you can look for either a direct connection if there's a way for you just to solve that problem for them and you know that you can solve a problem for them that is uh, that is a burr in their side it's a, you know it's it's a mosquito bite that they you know it's an itch they want to scratch or something like that that you can send that message out and they go yeah 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 I want to do that I, I, I want to go find out because if I can get rid of that itch you know if I can if I can get rid of that problem if I can uh, sleep better at night, uh, by talking to them, then they're going to want to come in and talk to you. So you have to go into the conversation that's going on in their mind already. You're not trying to start a conversation with them. You're joining a conversation that they're they having. And this is, this is something that, that a lot of companies need, need to understand, that, that you are not trying to con you're not trying to convince them that they should uh, you know, have, a, have a need for your product or service. You want to help them see how your product or service fills a need they already acknowledge that they they have. Okay, because the more you can do that, the better the the more you're going to uh, get the moose to come in and talk to you, right? And we're talking about meaningful specifics, not vague generalities. So I'm and and what I mean by this is that um, very often when I see uh, uh, or I ask people why do customers do uh, business with you. Uh, you know the the number one reason the number one reason why people tell me that, that that customers do business with them is customer service okay well custom well the phrase customer service uh, is a vague generality when you say that you deliver you know the best customer service well number one everybody says that everybody says that so so it's it's like white noise now when you say to people oh we'll give you the best customer service uh, you've you've ever seen it's white noise because that's the promise everybody makes. So you need to pick out something within that, and you need to say this. You know, we will provide. You know, uh, we we're going to provide you with the best customer service, and here's how we're going. Here's how we define that. And defining it, you know, some companies say, well, we uh, um, you know we answer our phone by the third ring. Uh, we have a human being answer our phone. You know, if you call and you have a problem. Uh, we guarantee that we will solve that problem for you within 24 hours. And if we don't solve it within 24 hours, uh, you know, we give you your money back or something like that. There's some type of risk reversal uh, that, is, that is offered to the, uh, to the customer to where they say, yeah, that is a value-added service or a value-added intangible that, re that, that uh, uh, makes them different from, the, from everybody else. And uh, and then it's a promise that you are making to them that you can deliver on, okay? And uh, uh, and and th and this is what makes us, uh, especially for smaller companies, uh, because one of the things that I've found with with my smaller clients is trying to help them understand how they how they separate themselves from the crowd, and the way they do that is by by actually touting uh, that they are smaller. Okay, that they are not big companies. A lot of a lot of small companies try to try to kind of uh, compete with bigger companies by acting like they're bigger, and and you know and that's the that's actually the opposite of what you want to do. You want to take advantage of your uniqueness, and your uh, the size might be smaller, for example, but because you're smaller, you're more agile. Okay, you can you, you know you can you know zig and zag, and you can adjust, and you can. Uh, 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 do a much better job of handling a uh, customer, and so you should use that as one of those meaningful specifics uh, rather than uh, you know 
just just throwing out that that uh, vague generality. Okay, so like I say, you want to use moose whistle language. You know what? You know what is the first thing on their mind when they wake up? The more you can connect to something like that, the more powerful it's going to be. So think about from your prospect's perspective, identifying your moose and ask yourself, okay, you know, what are their challenges and problems? Is there something that I can, can, I can help them with that will help them solve a challenge, help them solve a problem, you know, may, maybe, uh, or maybe an aspiration, you know, maybe they've got, uh, you know, you know that somebody's going to be, uh, uh, that wants, they want to grow, they want to expand or, or something like that. Well, how can you help them do that, right, and, and that your product or service you know, is going to help them accomplish the goals that they have in mind or the problems that they have, they have out there. Rather than just try to sell the product to them and just say, oh, our product is really, really great, you should really, really buy this, okay? No, sell the benefit of your product or service that's going to help them. And one way to think about this in, as far as communicating uh, in advance for IMTS is to go back and talk to your current customers and just say, why do you buy? From us, uh, you, know, you know, why did you initially buy from us? And for customers who have been with you for a long time, they say, "Why do you stay with us?" Now, odds are, they're going to say, they're going to use a vague generality. They're going to say, "Well, because your service is better than everybody else's." All right, that's a vague generality. And then you need to ask them, "Okay, give me specifics. Give me specific examples of that." Uh, and um, a, a great, uh, a, a great example of what I'm talking about is Nordstrom, okay? We all know Nordstrom is, uh, you know, they don't really, you never see an ad from Nordstrom that says, oh, we offer world-class customer service. You never see that. But you know that's the promise that Nordstrom is offering to us. They're offering us two promises. One is, uh, the, the first one is 100% risk reversal, okay? Basically, lifetime ultimate guarantee, right? that if you are unhappy with something, bring it back, we'll give you your money back, it doesn't matter how long you've had it. All right, that's number one. And number two is we know that they promise us world-class customer service. Now the fact is that for most of us that, that have shopped at, at Nordstrom, every single encounter we have at Nordstrom is not necessarily world-class customer service. Now they're consistent with, with really, really good service, as Shep Hyken would point out, that in itself is world-class, is the fact that they are uh, um, uh, consistent. But not every single encounter we have is something that we would define as, oh, wow, man, that was unbelievable, right? However, there are examples of world-class customer service stories at Nordstrom. We've all heard them. Some of us have experienced them. I've experienced uh, uh, two world-class customer service stories myself. I'm not going to talk, you know, share with you. I used to work at Nordstrom. What's that? I used to work at Nordstrom. You used to work at Nordstrom, okay. And, uh, um, All about uh, it. So you know, sure, yeah. absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, and so the question is, why do customers buy your products or services? You know, and the hint is, it's not about money. If, you, if, it's all, if, if, it's, if you're selling based on how much you charge for a product, well, you're make you know what you're you know you you you're almost losing right out of the box, you know by by selling by discounting and by selling by you know how much it costs and things like that, uh, uh, and and rarely 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 will people say oh I've been doing business with you for ten years because you're the cheapest. See, I mean they you know they will rarely say that, and if they do say that you're in trouble, 
because the moment something cheaper comes comes along, then they're going to say, see ya, bye, all right? So now, now, but when we think about this moose bait, for IMTS in particular, because that's the kind of the, that's where we are right now. Is we're preparing for IMTS. When we think about the moose bait, remember, in advance when we are communicating with them, when we are sending a message that is to the moose, our objective is not to sell our product or service. Okay, that's take that's trying that's taking a too big leap of you know when you know sending them an email or sending them a letter or sending them uh, you know any you know whatever it is that you send them in advance or or however you communicate with them in advance uh, you are not trying to sell your product or service you're trying to sell them to come to your booth that's what you're trying to sell you know it's it's uh, it, it's what I call next step marketing because there are steps in building a relationship and if and you think about that, you know, that, that very, very rarely does somebody buy from you on the very first, you know, conversation that you have with them. Uh, and, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, some of you may be, but it might, but that might be because you have more of a commodity type of product. Uh, um, you have something that's smaller, not, not super expensive. But at IMTS, a lot, a lot of the exhibitors are selling expensive you know, e equipment, machinery, software, I mean, things like that, very, you know, robotics, whatever. Uh, these are, this is expensive. So it takes multiple steps, multiple communications, uh, multiple contacts with the prospect before they close. So the last thing you want to do is take your first contact with them and try to jump all the way to the end and say, you should buy this. Uh, no, you say, okay, what is the next step in the relationship building process? And in this case, what we're talking about is, how do we get them to come to our booth? Period. That's it. How, you know, what kind of message do we need to send to them that they will only, only say, "I want to come to their booth," right? And uh, um, you know, so that's what you're that's what you're looking for. Okay. So some examples of the types of uh, of magnets, so to speak, of dog whistle, uh, moose whistles, and bait, and all that sort of stuff that you can, you can look at are, you know, can you, can you send them a white paper in advance that, show, that uh, gives them uh, something, some type of information, again, that helps them either in a, an area of interest, you know, uh, uh, that they would have, or uh, solve a problem that they might have. Uh, you know, all of these things are things that you want to tie in with their situation and their business you know whether it's you know do you have any access to your own type of research or have you found uh, have you read other research that you think is very interesting and you might say oh that is really you know this other company you know Forrester Research did a you know or Gardner Research did something you know that they published recently and 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 so you know you uh, you know you share that with with the people saying you know look what Gardner sent out this is something you might be interested in okay um, resource lists are are big you know what type of resources do you use that uh, you know whether it's uh, apps or or um, uh, pr service providers or you know people that, that you think that they would be uh, interested in knowing about uh, and sharing that with them in advance you know checklists you know how do you you know what is, what's the checklist for developing this particular uh, um, type of product or this particular project. Here's how you know. Here's how to set up a uh, a three you know a three day you know project 
uh, checklist or something, you know, something like that. Do you have maybe a special tool that they might be interested in? A special tool that they might be interested in, right? You know, do you have uh, people might, you know, the, the first time I used this, I used this in a speech in San Antonio about three weeks ago, and uh, and boy, I mean, people were coming up to me afterwards and going, "Where where do I get one of these? Where do I get one of these?" And uh, uh, you know, and, they, and if they're they're prospects of mine, I'm going to say I'll get it for you, no problem. You know, that that's great. Uh, you know, or or is there some type of an, ass, an assessment that you can provide for them that says, uh, like for example, with uh, one of my clients who has software uh, that uh, manages inventory, uh, uh, truck trailer inventory in the uh, uh, container industry, right? So, uh, you know, when you see the semis going down the road. A lot of those semis, the containers on the back end, back end, they're actually owned by small businesses. I mean, it's a, it's amazing how that industry is driven by small businesses. But a small business, you know, a mom and pop industry, uh, a mom and pop business, might actually own say a thousand of those trailers, and that's their inventory. Okay, and so they have to keep track of who they're renting those containers out to, where those containers are how much they're charging them and billing them and all that sort of stuff. And if you, if you can imagine trying to manually uh, um, keep track of a thousand different containers that might be all over the world, well, that in itself is, is, is difficult. So this client of mine, uh, you know, offers a free assessment at trade shows when they go and they say, okay, here, let's do an assessment of how much time, you know, how much time it takes you to manage your monthly inventory, you know, uh, of of containers, and how and uh, how long it takes you to do your uh, financials and billing and in, you know and the invoicing and stuff like that, and uh, and the and the people come in and they and they find out oh it takes them you know 24 hours total of business time to do this, and then they say okay you know um, you know would you like to cut that down because we can show you how we can help you cut that down to say six hours. Right? So it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous tool for that. Now, understand, every one of these is, they're not necessarily selling your product, right? But what they are doing is they are connecting you to the moose with something useful, something meaningful and useful to them that they're saying, oh, yeah, um, this company understands me. And uh, and then you know of course like if you send somebody a white paper you're going to send them some type of information about your company and about your products but you're not aggressively selling them on that you're just simply saying here's you know hey here's a white paper we think you might be interested in because you are in this industry or you might have this type of challenge and and then you know and by the way we're including a one sheet about about us and we would like to set up an appointment with you to come in and see us at the show. So that we can talk about uh, talk about your your issues and your challenges and how we might be able to help you. And the more you communicate with them in advance, the more often you communicate with them in advance, the more likely they are going to, you know, be predisposed to want to see you at the show. This is another example of, of uh, that that too many marketers uh, that go to a trade show like IMTS they do kind of one the the one and done. Right, like March Madness, right? They they do one and done. They send out they send out an email blast, and that's it, you know. Or and and in fact, that's you know, 95% of the time, that's what it is. Is they send an email blast uh, that announces to the marketplace 
uh, oh, we have this product. You know, oh, come and visit us at IMTS 2016. You know, and and then they wonder why they didn't get very why they didn't get any response to their emails, right? Well, it's because they did a one and done, and it was a a, a vague generic uh, um, announcement to to the marketplace, rather than sending multiple. In my opinion, my my opinion, I want to have a minimum of three contacts. Three. So you go two. Right, and then you go three. Is that right? Uh, three contacts with my moose in advance, so that I can I can convince them to come to see me at at the show, uh, and and this really really works. Five five contacts, or you know, <laughs> five is good too. Five is good too. So now an important thing to remember is you must talk to them from your from their perspective, not yours. So you know you know th this in a sense. What, what we're doing here is kind of content marketing, kind of relationship-building marketing uh, with them in advance of IMTS by sending out messaging that is, that is important to them, important to the moose, not important to anybody else, not important to the bears and the fish and, you know, the birds and the snakes or anything like that. It's just important to the moose. Uh, so you want to talk to them from their perspective, not yours. And now let me make sure I, you understand this. In content marketing, in relationship-building marketing, it's all about them. It's not about you. So if you think that educating them about your product and why they should be interested in your product uh, is talking from their perspective, it's not. Product education is simply sales. That's all it is. Okay? If you're talking about it from your perspective, if you're trying to sell them on this, uh, you know, that, oh, our product does this that will help you, you know, well, then that's, that's just sales. All right. Um, so uh, I'm jumping off the webcam, but I'll still be on for. Got a, oh, okay. Well, you've been on for so long. You know, now she, now she's leaving me. All right. So, um, so let's um, let, let me share with you some of the common mistakes that that uh, companies make when they are uh, trying to communicate in advance. So, so one I've already kind of alluded to it is what I call announcement marketing. You know, announcement marketing is uh, telling them. Um, you know, oh, we're going to be at IMTS, we're going to be at booth 1621, uh, you know, be sure and stop by and see us, all right? Uh, that's announcement marketing, okay? That's, 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 and that's strictly just an announcement. It's not, it's not offering any reason for them to come and see you. Uh, it's not offering them uh, that you understand their business. It's not, it's not doing any of that stuff. You're just saying, hey, we're going to be there and you should put us on your list, and because we're contacting you in advance, uh, we, you know, we hope that you'll you feel sorry enough for us that you will uh, um, come by and 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 see us. All right, because we have no other we have no other reasons for you to come in and see us. Uh, the second one, uh, as I as I commented before, is talking is talking in vague generalities and not meaningful specifics. And meaningful specifics is that when you talk with us, you know, uh, you know, after you, when you stop by our booth. Here is what you are going to learn. Here is what you're going to get from us. Uh, you know that is a very, very specific benefit for them to give you their valuable time at IMTS. Um, sometimes companies, or you, I should say, some, sometimes, often I see companies who will, you know, they will offer uh, an incentive for coming to visit them at the show. And when I and there's a there's it, it, that would be a low perceived value or a low real value, or actually what I should also uh, uh, suggest in there, is that, and it is, it is 
not necessarily even congruent with the type of product or service that you're offering at the show. Uh, and the example I like to use about that, about the bad example, is from the 2014 show. Is that, you know, I mean, my gosh, uh, uh, Apple must have been just thrilled about, the IM, about IMTS 2014 because it was like every other exhibitor there was giving away an iPad. Uh, you know, come come to our booth and get your name put in a drawing for, for an iPad. And, uh, you know, so that is just basically saying to all the animals in the forest, come and sign up. Uh, you know, come to our booth and sign up for an iPad. Well, fine. You know, then every animal in the forest is going to come by and want to just sign up and get their name and, and put it in the, the, you know, in the, in the big bowl. And then they're just going to leave, you know. And uh, uh, so that is not something that is, that is congruent to... Uh, um, to what the moose need or what the moose want to hear. And, and of course, then there's always the one that says, oh, you know, stop by and get, um, stop by, you know, we'll give you a free keychain. You know, what? You know, th that's not a reason to stop by. If I happen to be walking by and you're sticking your hand out holding a key, you know, a keychain, you know, then, uh, then, okay, I'll grab your keychain and then I'm just going to keep on walking. You know, that's fine. Uh, and uh, uh, but that's confusing busyness with effectiveness, but and at the same time attracting more people than you really should. Uh, uh, fudging on moose with the language, and this and this one is kind of the this is the thing where you know you might be talking in very very specific moose language, right? Um, or let's say that you have a moose whistle that has been tuned to only moose can hear this whistle, right? Okay, but then, you know, as you're getting ready, before you send it out, you go, you know what, you know, if we, if we tune it, if we turn this just a little bit this direction, you know, you know, um, you know, the other animals will be able to, to hear it a little bit. And you know what, what you know, why, why not do that? Because we'll, that'll be a lot more animals that might, might hear our, our message. And so we change the language, um, you know, a little bit to where it starts to spread out to the other animals in the forest, and we can, and, and we sort of think that, oh well, maybe maybe someday somebody else will, you know, poss could possibly uh, fall into a, you know, be they might become a moose, you know, some, you know, some uh, chipmunk that is in the forest, you know, uh, you know, might aspire to become a moose someday, and and you know, until so we do that, so uh, um, you don't want you don't want to fudge on your language. You want to be talking specifically specifically to them so that even if the, an, another animal, even if the squirrel in the forest sees that message and sees the offer or something, uh, they go, oh, well, that's not for me. That's not for me because you want them to uh, um, you know, basically reject themselves from, from coming, to, coming in, into your booth. And then, and then as I also uh, mentioned earlier, is selling beyond the next step, trying to sell too far. Again, this kind of gets into that fudging on moose, moose whistle languages that we say, oh, well, gee, what, you know, maybe somebody needs to buy this right now. Maybe that's what we should try to do. So we don't want to take the chance of missing anybody. Uh, and, uh, and, and so we kind of change the message a little bit. Uh, and, you know, and we go, uh, um, gee whiz, uh, you know, free shipping, free shipping. You know, well, if free shipping is the is the reason why is all you've got to offer them to come in and see you at the show. Wow, you know, then that's a problem. You know, you know, those only work when people are already making a decision to buy your product or to buy your product. So, so, and that 
obviously narrows it down. And that might be a, a percentage of the moose, but it's not going to be all the moose, right? Uh, and it's going to make it much, much smaller. So remember, the big thing here is the goal of the message is to attract a high number of moose to your booth and not all the animals in the forest. If there's nothing else that I drive home here, it's that you know is is that you want to, uh, um, and we're gonna. And I want to tell you that if you have questions about this, feel free to stick them in uh, right now while I while I kind of connect the dots here. Uh, but that you know, number one is identify who your moose are. Be very very clear about about them. Uh, if you have not watched last month's uh, uh, video, uh, then uh, you know I guess I guess Rochelle's got that uh, the link right there. You can go back and watch those uh, and understand how to. If you don't know how to define who your moose is, and I'm sure you do, I'm sure you do. Might be a few of you that don't, uh, but you understand your moose, and then you understand how they think, what keeps them awake at night. You know what do they think about first thing in the morning? What are their challenges? What are their problems? You know, and how can you send a message to them in advance that connects the dots between you and helping them be more successful? So, uh, so next month, you know, when I come back next month, you know, now we're going to talk about what everybody wants to talk about in the beginning, and that is what is the media? You know, do we use email? Uh, uh, um, you, know, you know, should we use email? Should we use uh, social media? Should we use uh, YouTube? Should we use video? Should we use webinars? Should we, you know, what should we, what type of uh, media uh, should we use? And then how do we use them? Okay, how do we use email best? I mean, obviously, email is going to be the the preferred number one thing for most of you. Although for me, direct mail would always be my number one choice. Direct mail is the best uh, marketing tool uh, in in you know uh, uh, in your toolbox. Uh, yes, it's not free. Okay, I understand that. You get what you pay for. All right, and yes, you can't just click a button and send to a million people. I understand that. Um, but direct mail is is much much more effective than than any others. But the type of direct mail and how you use it is, is also very very important. So um, so I'm waiting for questions. I don't see any questions. You know, come on. Ask questions again, and then of course, if you do want to contact us, have any questions, uh, you know, just to uh, go to uh, uh, either imts.com or you can send them an email. Call them. Uh, here's how you reach me if you have a direct question for me. If you just go to theadventure.com, and I, I think uh, there are quite a few of you on here who have already downloaded the speed branding um, uh, white paper. Uh, if you haven't, go jump on there and get get that. It's free. Uh, so um, let's see. I think I see some people are typing a little bit here, so I'm just going to kind of kill some time and uh, obviously uh, show the last uh, visual, which is always of my daughter Kelly, who last weekend uh, she and I went to Las Vegas actually to just meet, go see my mother, or go see Grandma, spend some time with her. And Kelly said, "How do you play these?" And she, had, you know, she's been to Vegas a couple times, but she's never gambled. And so I said, let's make it real simple, 25-cent poker machine. And so there she was, losing, and she lost $26. So, um, okay, well, there you go. Mary doesn't have a question, uh, and I don't see any other questions either. So not going to dra drag this out any longer. Uh, you know how to reach me. 
uh, through this. And uh, I'll be back again next month, like I said, talking about media. And how, we, and so we're putting all the, we're kind of connecting all the dots now, uh, and we'll be in time for you to start promoting your participation at IMTS because we want to kill it. We want to get 400% ROI from your participation at uh, at IMTS. But you got to do this stuff. All right. So thanks again for joining me today, uh, and I will be back next month, same bat time, same bat channel. Uh, and we are adding things into the podcast, into the webinars. There are other uh, programs that are uh, being recorded, not live, but they're being recorded and added in as well. I'll be, in fact, this afternoon I'm going to be doing another one. I'm going to be doing a program about the electrical uh, um, part of your e-kit, uh, and, uh, and that will be uploaded uh, by tomorrow probably. So anyway, Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad, just remember, Always be uncopyable. Thanks for joining me today. See you next time.